Hey, everybody. This is Russ Story, Your Money, Your Story. I'm back at you for another one of these, uh, another one of these money shows. We're going to talk about inflation, debt being bad. We're going to talk about growth is important, but protection is even more important. We're going to have a big show today. So uh, hang with us. We'll be right with you. Oh, yeah. Yesterday's gone. It's going to be better than before. That's what we're talking about here. Hopefully, we're going to give you some information. You'll glean some information. We'll, we're going to provide you with some, some, um, uh, some commentary, some things. Hopefully, over 26 years of uh, meeting with clients and as a financial advisor, we, uh, we think we've got some, some stuff to offer to you. We think we can, we can help you out, you and your family going forward, and it, it'd be an honor and a privilege to talk to you. So I, I had somebody tell me last week, you know, Russ, um, you skipped last week. Yeah, I was going to the beach. But <laughs> but uh, they, they said, you know, your show is kind of addictive. I said, well, I, I didn't know that, but uh, but that I, I guess it could be worse, right? It could be repulsive. So um, I'm kind of fired up about that. So appreciate you got. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. I, I am Russ Story. I'm CEO and um, Chief Financial Advisor with Story Wealth Management Group here in beautiful historic downtown Douglas, Georgia. And um, we serve many, many hundreds of families. We serve folks primarily in the Southeast. We're actually uh, registered in 14 states. So we got folks all the way from California all the way over to uh, to the Atlantic Ocean on the East Coast. So uh, it's an honor we serve the greatest, the most awesome, the finest people uh, on the planet, and that would be our clients. And um, we appreciate you folks and appreciate you being our friends. Um, check us out, storywealth.com. That's storywealth.com on your, uh, on your computer. <clears throat> Excuse me. We, we uh, uh, here recently, I want to share with you, we actually, we've been, uh, featured in in some some media here of late, uh, Yamil Berard. She's a a um, uh, she she writes for the Atlanta Journal Constitution in Atlanta. Uh, she had us. I think it was July the first. Um, it came out as a as an article, and she had me contribute some some insight and some information concerning the uh, new uh, child tax credit payments that um, many many families are are receiving now. Also in June, Think Advisor, Think Advisor uh, featured a um, uh, 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 my comments concerning uh, annuities and some of the ambiguities and some things concerning that. That's more of a financial advisor magazine. Also, Financial Advisor magazine in June, Bridging the Income Gap was the name of that article, and they uh, featured moi, and uh, I was glad to contribute. Hopefully. Um, well, thank you very much. Um, hopefully we, we did some good and then investment news, investment news, November the 20th. It was, uh, we were, we were featured in that, that are that, that magazine as well. So, you know, that's just some recent things where they, they called old Russ and said, Hey, we, we want your insight. I think honestly, we provide a very unique value proposition. Um, if you are over the age of 50, and you're concerned about your retirement, I think that we particularly can help you 
um, over the next 20, 30 years. You know, retirement is a wonderful time. And you are about to engage and embark in a time where you are hopefully uh, stepping into your second childhood without adult supervision. Okay. And you've earned that. You've put uh, a lot of money and time uh, behind you. And, and now it's time that you deserve to be, um, to, to be, to be um, taken care of, um, enjoy your, your retirement time. And, and unfortunately, the way the world works, you and I both know, is it takes money, right? Money is an issue. Um, one of the things that we do is we try to help folks solve tough financial problems. And sometimes retirement can be a, a tough issue. The fact is, you've never been through it before. And we sat down with folks, hundreds and hundreds of people over the years. We've seen markets, good markets, bad markets, a lot of different types of markets and the cycles. <clears throat> One of the things that we do for our clients is uh, we handle the investments for many of them and do the things that uh, that need to be done. Now, I want to talk a little bit today about several things. I want to talk about inflation a little bit, and I know I've talked about that in the past, but I think right now I want to provide you a couple more issues there. I think some insight. I don't think that's that's a bad thing. Also, uh, I want to talk about how we manage money. The fact is we have a, a, a strategy here. We have a process here at Story Wealth Management Group. In that process, we call it uh, buy and sell, right? Okay, it's it's uh, it's invest and protect. Okay, and and we we think that that's a better way to do things when you reach fifty five and sixty years of age than the old buy and hold strategy, which is advocated by many many of these investment firms out here. But we've been around a while. We've seen a thing or two, right? And one of the things that we've seen through market cycles, I think this old idea about buy and hold, I think, you know, you need to ball that up and throw it in a trash can because I think that as we get older, it's more important. Growth is wonderful. Growth is good. Growth is necessary as we go through retirement because if you, um, if you, if you're faced with inflation and we, pretty much always are faced with inflation. You look at this country historically. I know um, inflation, of course, really, um, we had probably our worst time during the, the early 80s. But inflation is is such that that it can, if you don't take care of it, it's, it's going to really punish you. And one of the reasons why I do what I do is because my grandmother, I saw after my grandfather passed away, she actually got a retirement check. You know, I think it was a joint and two thirds type program. My grandfather retired as a civil servant. He'd worked there all of his, all of his life basically. And, and, you know, through civil service and, and what happened though, before my grandmother passed away, she used to talk about being in a little pinch and what she was talking about. I didn't understand it because I was a boy, but now as time passed, I do understand one of the reasons I do what I do is I want to try to make sure that other people and our clients don't end up like my grandmother did. And that's in a situation where she hadn't traded cars in many years. Her finances were such when she passed away, she was just about in a situation where she could, she could barely, barely make ends meet. And I think through planning, through an income plan that we, we can put together for you and help you construct here at Story Wealth Management Group.
that we can help you to avoid those type of situations. It's one of the main reasons I do what I do. Inflation is is not not a good situation. And let's talk a little bit about that. We we've, we've been faced with it recently. You don't you don't hear about it on the news media. It's like it's no big deal. It's a big deal. Okay, it is a huge deal. And one of the things that if you go back and look throughout history, you'll find that inflation and the forces of inflation have have a have had a a, a very very direct and um, negative impact on people and their standard of living. Let me let me share with you. If you look at the different countries that have gone through times of of heavy inflation, you can look back and study some of the countries who have gone through and basically had had economic crashes. Okay, because because of the the inflation and what it does. Here's the way it works. Okay, and I'm I'm not trying to scare anybody to death, but I want you to be aware of what we're talking about. You know. The worst period we've probably had in this country was in the 1980s, early 80s, because that was a time when, if you remember, CDs were paying 16.5%, but uh, but inflation was at 20%. So you were backing up, although it might not look like it on paper, um, because of the rising cost of things. But here's what happens. In the beginning, the rise in, in, in inflation, and when inflation kind of wakes up, what happens is, is early on, you typically see a rise in the market. Well, why is that? Well, because the companies that provide the goods and services raise their prices or the demand is high. And if we coming out of COVID, you know, we, we didn't have the products and, and the services has been, have been, the, the supply has been reduced because people weren't working. People weren't building the things that, that other that people want to buy in a normal economy. As we began to move out of the COVID situation, and then you know what what happened was the demand began to rise and the and the the uh, the supply was was not there. Consequently, the prices of things began to rise a little bit, but certainly the companies that make the products that people were wanting to buy because the prices went up, they did what? They had a they had an increase in profitability. Well, okay, so so that's so profits initially make the price of stocks go up typically. Because the 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 profits are going up for these for these particular companies, well, then what happens? You get into a situation. The next phase then is where consumers begin to be in a position where they can't afford the stuff. Okay, initially it's like okay, everybody's Johnny, get your gun. People have some money saved up. They go out and they're trying to buy. What do we see with lumber? We saw it recently with lumber. Now it's beginning to mitigate some. So lumber prices went way up, and now they've come down a little bit. We don't know what's going to happen, but, but my point is the profits go up for the companies, so their stock prices tend to rise. Plus, especially in a situation like we have in this country, we got a lot of cheap money sloshing around. So what's happening is all this money – look, a lot of people don't realize this, but um, if I'm not way off – I want to say that uh, the Federal Reserve, the Federal Bank is actually uh, by some from some resources, from some sources are saying that we're we're actually buying about about eighty billion dollars worth of Treasury bonds to keep interest rates artificially low right now, and we're buying about forty billion a month worth of CMOs worth of mortgages to keep interest rates low to try to keep the economy moving forward in the right direction. Well, I don't believe that's going to happen forever. Okay. 
you know, it's just like the moratorium where we had a deal where the landlords couldn't uh, foreclose or couldn't um, evict somebody for a while. My understanding now that's gone to the wayside. Well, in other words, you're going to get some, some steroids and some stimulus for a while, but it just, I think any reasonable person would realize if you understand how it works, we can't live on steroids, right? I mean, sooner or later, you, you've got to get back to a, to a healthy situation and a healthy market environment. Now, so, so it's, it, it, when people can't afford the stuff, then it's bad for the market and it's bad for people and it's bad for society as a whole. So, you know, right now we're rocking along, but we can't, I don't believe, and I think you would agree with me probably if you understand the the basic economics of where we are, we, we're not going to be able to continue this deal forever, right? And we can't just keep adding debt and keep buying stuff that we don't have the money to pay for. You know, sooner or later, that's going to come to an end. So now, so what now? Okay. First of all, let me take you on a trip back, 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 back. Okay. Let's go back in time to back in January. If you go back and you look at some of our old podcasts now, the market was sitting there at uh, 30223 I think that was where the market was on like January the 4th. Well, I was talking about through my fearless forecast, and you can say what you will, but old Russ will lay it out there, okay? I'll make some bold predictions. I'll tell you what I think's going on. I think otherwise I'm pretty well worthless to you, Okay. But I, I don't come at you with uh, total ignorance, okay? Uh, we may make a prognostication. However, it uh, I'd like to think it's an educated one after 26, 27 years of doing what we do, right? I said that the market would hit 35000 before the end of the year during 2021. That was my fearless forecast. Go back and look, fearless forecast, check me out. You know, hold me accountable, right? Trust but verify. All that's good. I understand. But the fact of the matter is the market now has closed at over 35,000. Okay. So here we are. Okay. We're, we're in August of 2008 months later. We're now um, at about 35,000. That's a 4,777 point increase. In the Dow Jones Industrial Average during that period of time, that's almost a 16% increase in value over that period of time, just in the old market in general, right? What's caused that? I would argue that it's inflation. I would argue that it's an increase in profits because of the the fact that, you know, early on in in an inflationary environment, you know, it looks good and the stock markets do well and everybody's kind of, you know, kind of cheery and everything's okay. But I hope and my prayer is, is that our economy does not move into the second phase, which I would call stagflation, which is a stagnant economy with, with inflation. And that's, that's a double whammy and that's really bad. So, okay, Russ. Well, okay. So, so you got it. All right. whoop de doo You got it. You, you fearless forecast, you hit it. You know, you can say, okay, I told you so big deal. Everybody gets lucky every once in a while. I'd argue we do, we do pretty well with that, but I want to go back and say say this to you, okay? The question going forward is because we don't live in the past, do we? You know, we we live we live going forward, right? Um, uh, you know, so so it, it and it, it, that sounds like something that Soren Kierkegaard would say, but the bottom line is <clears throat> we've got to move forward. 
There are many investment classes that, based on our analysis, uh, still provide us with some good value. But I will tell you that we have really engaged the protect part of our grow and protect. Um, uh, right now, we are really looking at things day to day, and we're going to do everything that we can to try and protect principle and to be reasonable. Because let me tell you, you may hear about buy and hold. The way buy and hold works, let me talk to you a little bit about the way buy and hold works because that's what the other guys are going to encourage you to do. And I'm going to explain to you the difference. There's a differentiation between the two, right? Buy and hold says let's buy and hope. Okay. We're going to buy good quality investments. We're going to diversify of the portfolio. We're going to hopefully, I mean, Harry Markowitz won a Nobel Prize back in 1972, and it's called the modern portfolio theory. But it's been a long time since 72. We've learned a thing or two. It's good for the investment firms if you buy and hold. Why is that? Because they have arrangements to get compensated through revenue sharing agreements in other ways. So I would argue that it is best for the investment company and the investment firms and the mutual fund companies, but not particularly you, you people who are 50 and older. Okay. The way we do it here at Story Wealth Management Group, we buy good quality investments when we believe the opportunity is right. When we believe based on a set of analytics, based on research from the firms that we employ, we go through and we drill down and if we're going to deploy your capital, if we're going to put it out there and invest in some stock, then you can rest assured that we've done everything we can to make sure that that, that investment makes the most sense that it gives us the most bang for the buck, okay? Because otherwise, we're we're not we're not going to do that, okay? Sometimes things arise based on our analytics, and we go, you know what? This this yeah the the, you know, the risk reward paradigm is certainly um, applies to this one, right? So our analytics provide for for what we should what we what we use for our our models, our advisory accounts. Okay, but we look at things this way. Okay, and you can say what you will. You know, I don't want to put my clients in a situation where you have a 2008 or a 1999 going back and look. We know what happened where the market dropped. And if you're sitting there in a buy and hold or a buy and hope and nobody's watching the ball, we run our analytics every single day. Our clients are happy as far as I know. Our clients are very pleased with what we're doing when it comes to our investment and money management. And the more they understand about what they do, I believe the happier you'll be. So I would encourage you, if you've got an account with the other guys, if you've got some money, you got a 401k sitting over here that maybe you left the, the, the other employer and you just been letting it sit there and it's done pretty good. I mean, because the markets have done pretty good, but let me tell you something. Trees don't always grow to the sky. And, and, and if you're not watching it, you know what, you know, uh, look, a good chicken and a roaster, you put it in the oven, you turn it up to 350 degrees and you leave it. And pretty soon you'll go back to it and, it and it'll be good. Right. But I don't think you need to leave the house. Now, some people, Hannah, a lot of people think, well, just we'll leave the house and turn on the oven and put the chicken in there and we'll come back in a three hours. Yeah, I, I don't trust it. Look, I want to, I want somebody to be in that kitchen, right? And if you're not able, and if you don't have the expertise, and if you don't understand the investment markets, that's what we do. Okay. So I'd encourage you, 
Be wary of inflation. Russ, will inflation cause a market downturn? It might. Okay. It might. But what the, the issue is, it'll begin before you hear about it on television. Okay. Let me say that one more time. Well, I'll just, you know, things are going pretty good. And I think I'll just listen to me now and believe me later. They'll be telling you about it on television after this thing's dropped a tremendous amount if that occurs. And if you're not sitting in a situation in a position to watch this every day, and if you got your money with another guy who, who practices the buy and hold, what we'll do is we'll rebalance and we're just going to have this different. You don't put all your eggs in one basket. We got to put, for, let me tell you something. You need to take that piece of paper and that idea and you ball that thing up and you throw that in the trash can. Okay. Because if you're 50 now, if you're 30, that may be okay. Why? Well, because you've got a lot longer period of time. But the fact is, if you're 55 years old and you plan on retiring at 60 or 65, you're no longer a long-term investor, are you? And if you're going to have money invested in the stock market or other places like that, you need to have somebody watching over it. And I can tell you, well, Russ, how can you do it? I'm glad you asked. Give us a call, 912-384-0030. Call us, check us out on the website, go to storywealth.com, or, or you can uh, do something crazy and go to our website, storywealth.com, and send me an email, okay? Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Good job. So, uh, but, you know, make sure somebody's watching that chicken in the oven, right? Make sure somebody's watching the pot. Okay, and I'd love to share with you what we do and the way we do it. Um, okay, inflation, fearless forecast. You know, keep in mind, right, if you're over 50 years of age and you're getting close and you're thinking about retirement, okay, you, you may want to talk to me, right? It's not a bad idea. I'd strongly encourage you to do that. Typically, what's happening is we're beginning to move in a situation where we probably need more risk. Most people continue to need growth because we want to keep pace with rising cost of living. What is that called? Inflation, right? But at the same time, we, we want to make sure that you're in a situation where you invest and protect, not buy and hold. And that's my opinion, and it's a strong one, okay? Um, you know, as we get older, inflation, we talked about that, but there's something else out there, and you sometimes you kind of, well, I, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to go to the bank and I'm going to, I'm going to take out some, another loan and <clears throat> I'm going to get out here. And, you know, let me tell you something. Based on my experience, not only is buy and hold scary, okay, but but this issue with, with um, going out here and, um, you know, having a situation where you're failing to preserve your assets, right? You're, 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 you've got debt to deal with, right? Debt is, is a risky proposition in retirement. Okay. One of the things that we want to do in my opinion is, is work hard to make sure that you, you, you hit that debt in the head. You know, a lot of people talk about, well, all debt's bad. I don't think that's necessarily true. I think there's good, if you've got positive carry, if you can borrow money and put it to use and you can, you know, make more on that money than the, than the interest cost, then that's one thing. But, but the reality is at age 50 and older, 
you, I think you need to be very, very cautious as you begin to move into to, to retirement. I think um, debt can eat you alive. And what we saw back in 2008 was people that had debt were basically squeezed out of the the, the debt market. And, and when things were down, then they couldn't refinance some of these balloon notes and they got smacked. So I'd encourage you to consider ways to get out of debt. Um, there's ways to do it. There's, there's ways that, that, uh, are easier than others. Um, and sometimes it, it may look better to, to sell some assets. Um, I'd encourage you if you haven't sat down with a financial professional and talked about your debt situation, if you have debt, the closer you get to retirement, I think the harder look you should take when it comes to the debt that you, um, you that you have assumed. Okay. Okay, so just want to share with you some things about my fearless forecast. You know, for a 35-year-old, debt may be good. Uh, debt may be work a lot better maybe than, than somebody who's getting close to retirement. Um, remember, buy and hold. It's scary, okay? Buy and hold is scary. We believe here at Story Wealth we, fa- we have a better process and strategy to help manage your, your money. It's hard-earned, you know, our rules are, are really simple. Rule number one, Russ, don't lose my money. Rule number two, Russ, don't forget rule number one. And rule number three is I want to make money if, if everybody else make money, and I want to make hay while the sun shines. So we manage the money with a strong, heavy emphasis on protection and being conservative. Now, you know what? We, we, we've hit a lot of stuff, and I hope you'll agree with me that this financial program, your money, your story with old Russ story here. We boldly go where other financial programs dare to go. Here we are. We're going to try to give you more for your money, more for your money. And I hope that it's uh, it's addictive. Like my friend said, I, that's uh, that would be really cool. I hope uh, in a good way, right? Remember Russ hit his fearless forecast. I'm going to crow a little bit, right? Okay. You give me just a minute. I can, I can gloat and say, I told you so. Okay, going forward, we got to be watchful. We got to be we got to be particularly vigilant. Inflation, we got to watch that. Invest, yes, but protect. Um, remember, you got an old 401k somewhere sitting around. It's done pretty good. Don't let it lull you into complacency. Okay, you may want to sit down and let's talk. Sit down, review with me. I'll be more than happy to talk to you. We talk a little bit and formulate you an income plan. Okay. So, uh, if you send me an email or story at storywealth.com, I will, I'll answer you back. I'm not going to hand it over to somebody else to do for me. I will respond to your email. If you call me, I'm going to call you back. Okay. So, um, it's not a bad idea. I think talking to somebody who's been sitting in the chair like I have, talking to people, helping them solve tough financial problems over the years. Not only that, keep in mind, old Russ has seen a market cycle or two. I've seen this thing go up, but guess what? I've seen it go down. So put our expertise and experience to work for you. It'd be an honor and a privilege to talk to you. Thanks again if you're our clients, greatest people in the world. Give us a call, 912-384-0030. Hey, this is Russ Story. It's been an honor and a privilege. God bless you and your families. Have a great day.